If you're just joining us today, we've got back to a bit of the basics of an estate plan, what it is and what it should include. We've talked about legal planning and tax planning and legacy planning and life planning. I'm Wayne Nelson, and you're listening to Talk to the Experts. With me on the phone from London, England, is Sherry McMillan of McMillan Estate Planning. The McMillan team will once again be hosting virtual seminars coming up Wednesday, January 13th, and Wednesday, January 27th, both days at 6.30 p.m., to talk with you about estate or life planning. To register, contact Macmillan Estate Planning. The number is 1-833-266-6464 during weekday office hours, or you can visit online at the website at macmillanestate.com. That's Macmillan spelled M-A-C-M-I-L-L-A-N. Sherry, we've talked about this on previous shows, and you uh, referred to this in our previous segment. Billions of dollars in assistance programs have been spent in our country to help Canadians and businesses left struggling in the wake of the COVID-19 protocols. More than $240 billion, according to the Parliamentary Budget Office in a report just last month. And as you and I have talked about previously, sooner or later, the tax man is going to come calling. So what can a person do to minimize tax while at the same time growing their investments? You talked about the steps of updating your tax information. Yeah, so I think, you know, we're very fortunate in Canada, Wayne, because there are a number of things that we can take advantage of, and a lot of families just need information. So a couple of things that I always like to share right off at the top is there's you know, the obvious areas of tax minimization that we can take advantage of. So the first one that most of us think about is that we can have a tax-free savings account. And so I always encourage families to take advantage of that. And ultimately, that value will grow tax-free through your entire lifespan. Um, And you can also spend it and replace it through the course of your life. So that's very helpful. The second option that we have, of course, is a deferral of tax with our RSPs. However, most families that are affluent always question whether or not they should continue to contribute to them. And the reason they do is they feel, or they've looked at the math, and they know that later in life when they're more affluent and try and draw that RSP out, they may actually pay more tax than they saved putting it in. But I want to tell families that that's not true if you do estate planning. So that's true if you don't have proactive planning put in place, but it's not true if you do do some estate planning. So for most families, there is a withering RSP technique or RIF program technique if you're affluent so that we can deregister your programs in your later life and not pay high taxation. So even if you're exceptionally wealthy, I still encourage families to maximize and optimize their RSP. And of course, we'll have... Um, the first quarter of this year to do so. The second thing um, that I always share with that idea is uh, some parents that are affluent also take advantage of doing that for their children. And, you know, the opportunity cost is that if they do it while the children are young, those values will increase substantially. And it also helps your children with down payments later in life when they're going to buy their first home. So it's always a, a good idea to utilize that opportunity The next one is um, not as obvious, but it it applies to our business owners, Wayne. And our business owners and our farmers in Canada have what we call as a capital gain exemption. And so if you're a business owner, you're entitled to approximately $860,000 of capital gain for each person that's an adult in your family. 
And so if you have, you know, a number of children and your wife or your husband, you can actually optimize that wealth in your family and use your capital gain exemption. So that's very valuable to business owners. Now, what about other types of programs out there? I mean, you mentioned uh, contributing to an RRSP for your kids. What about uh, things like uh, retirement or, or, sorry, registered education savings plans or or pension plans or, or even life insurance policies? Absolutely. And so they are another category of what I call generational planning. So a lot of times we always give contemplation when we're wealthy, you know, to utilizing all these opportunities for ourselves. But what we encourage our families to do is not only use these opportunities for ourselves, but use them multi-generationally in the family for ourselves and our grandchildren, because there are ways in which we can have more of our wealth grow tax exempt. And the fact is we're going to share it with everybody anyway at some juncture. So why not be as efficient as you can decade over decade. And so we have lots of grandparents that contribute to the RESPs for the grandchildren, and then that frees up the parents to contribute to their RSPs, for example. And so it's a way of generationally planning wealth, and it's not um, uncommon in old England and, you know, in some of the European countries to do generational planning, but it's not as Uh, common in Canada because we're new at having wealth and doing generational work. But it's starting to happen, Wayne, and it's very exciting. Now, life insurance is another interesting area um, because there is a special opportunity to do something called self-insure. And if you have a company, for example, you can have 25% of your net worth grow tax-exempt under the umbrella of insurance. And so I call it a giant tax-free savings account for your company. So, for example, let's say your estate's worth $10 million. You could have $2.5 million of your wealth growing tax-free for the balance of your lifetime, and that's going to have a great deal of impact on exponentially growing your estate, of course. And this is through an insurance policy? Yes, and this is a special tax plan um, called the Maximum Tax Range that we're allowed in Canada. And so we have a lot of families right now taking advantage of that window of opportunity. And the reason I say that window of opportunity is I'm not naive enough to believe that it might always be there for us in the years to come because it's one of the um, easy targets for Canada Revenue Agency to maybe um, at least reduce the table and have you know more tax collected from business owners across Canada. Now let's talk about the CRA stuff a, a little bit later. What about other things? Uh, we've talked about uh, life insurance, pe- pension plans. Here's another one um, that I guess people should be looking at too, right? Yeah, so um, some interesting ideas around pension plans because a lot of us are going to be uh, retiring shortly, the baby boom community, and our pension plans will be rolling out to us. So we are always asked one of the other options that we're considering you know, give a lot of consideration to is should I take the pension plan from my company or should I take the payout? And that's always a a real important question when people are giving contemplation. So we always do a a mathematical and actuarial calculation for our families to show them, you know, which one may mathematically be better. But one of the things I always share with families is, you know, if you have children and you have the the belief that you want to do a wealth transfer to them one day, a lot of people do choose to take the settlement because if they prematurely pass, then at least their family gets the remainder value 
rather than losing it. And that's the difficulty with some pensions, is if you don't live long enough, your family actually doesn't get the value you work so hard for. Now, Sherry, you mentioned at the beginning of our, of our show today that there's been a massive surge of families coming to McMillan Estate Planning to help them protect their wealth, especially uh, in these unprecedented times that we've been experiencing during COVID. What kind of estate planning strategies are most popular? Well, I would say right now most people in the last calendar year, Wayne, have come to us with their legacy plan in mind only because of the health crisis that all of us are facing. And so under that um, particular desire to have completed and have in control, there are three documents at minimum we're doing for our families. The first one is a basic will to make sure your asset allocation is designed, but more importantly is your living will. Because if you were to become ill, your family would be your steward. And so you need to have documents in place that if you haven't passed on, but someone needs to care for your health concerns or your financial concerns, then they have the legal authority to do that on your behalf. And interestingly enough, we don't need a medical crisis to need to think about these areas because most of us nowadays, more than half of us, We'll actually need those documents before we'll need our will. And the reason is, is the medical advancements that have happened. So most of us don't just, you know, immediately pass on. We have a progression of decline in health. And so those documents become ready available to steward our care during that crucial time in life. And it's the time you're most vulnerable. So to neglect that area is actually very dangerous because A lot of families think, well, you know, people will know what I want, but they don't without discussion. And so, you know, it's important when you're healthy, happy, everyone's getting along well to get these things in order. It's a real gift to your family. And to have it in writing, because nobody is a psychic, really. Well, that's right. And we actually at Macmillan encourage families, once we've crafted the documentation and signed them, that we hold a family meeting and review the concepts. All right. So that everybody is on the same page. And then if there's something that perhaps a child or a partner, you know, feels uncomfortable employing on your behalf, then that comes to light now while you can make the change. And it does happen from time to time, Wayne. We've had, you know, a family meeting with the children and one child will say, I just could never, you know, I know I couldn't take you off life support, so please don't put me on. And, you know, that's fine because we need to understand that in advance the document becomes practical. Sherry, let's take a break. We'll uh, talk about this more when we come back. The Macmillan team is going to be hosting virtual seminars on January 13th at 6.30 p.m. and January 27th at 6.30 p.m. on these very topics. To register for these seminars, contact Macmillan Estate Planning. The number is 1-833-266-6464 during weekday office hours. Or you can visit the website for more information at macmillanestate.com. Sherry McMillan is my guest today, and we'll be back with more on Talk to the Experts.